You are listening to Get Spirited with Rachel Pearson. Hi, I'm Rachel, a professional evidential medium. Thank you for joining me for inspiration, revelation, validation, and love from the spirited side of life. My greatest professional development that also led to me finally accepting myself as a medium occurred while mourning the death of my son, Perry, in 2015. Since then, Spirit has encouraged me to share their insight without bypassing the important human components of healing and spiritual growth. So we'll dive deep into all of it here. And with me, I hope you'll find a greater connection to spirit and your own spirit, open to peace, joy, and all the fulfillment from life that spirit intends for you. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me here on Get Spirited, second episode. Today, I'm going to introduce my son, Jonas. Jonas is editing and producing this podcast for me. Uh, This might sound like a little mom brag here, but that's okay because it's all relevant. (laughs) So Jonas actually moved to Washington State last year, making me and his dad empty nesters. How sad is that, Jonas? Oh, it's so sad. (laughs) So Jonas graduated from CRASS. Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences. And we were really fortunate that it was right here in our area because that was his passion. Music production, music in general has been his passion for many years now. So he graduated, did an internship in Washington as an audio engineer at a recording studio where he is still a recording engineer. He also has, is that the right terminology, recording engineer? Uh, yeah, it would be. Okay. He also, uh, most recently, has taken on a position with a music school where he teaches a lot of little kids instruments, oh, yeah. individual lessons, guitar, keyboard, drums, ukulele, bass. Am I missing anything? Uh, those Those are the main ones. Yeah. So he's definitely a multi-talented musician as well. Um, he uh, actually we prefer the tor- uh, we prefer the term dork. <laughs> actually, prior to Crass, I should add that his last two years of high school he attended um, an vocational school where he did a program in radio broadcasting and audio engineering. So he is definitely the perfect guy for this job editing and producing this podcast and it just works out perfectly. It's a win-win for both of us. So I'm really glad that uh, he still has time to help his mom do this. Um, Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) He works me in anyway. Uh, Oh, he also does life sound engineering for the school, don't you, where you work at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and coaching bands there. Yep. It's definitely a multifaceted music school, which is really cool. So, um, just wanted to introduce him. As you guys will be hearing him, he's going to be joining me. He's going to be uh, asking me some questions. And um, today, we are going to start with questions that I've asked. He has, Jonas, I'll just let you pick a couple for me. Is there questions? All right. Yeah. uh, Our first question comes from Lisa, and it's. Should have cleared my throat before. How do I stay connected to spirit while feeling the absence of my loved ones on a daily basis? And that's from Lisa. 
How do I stay connected with spirit while feeling the absence of my loved ones on a daily basis? So Lisa, um, a couple of things come to mind here. And I think, first of all, it's really important to establish that spirit doesn't expect us. Our loved ones who have passed, who are in spirit, do not expect us to um, not grieve, to not feel their absence, to feel connected to them every day. And here's the thing. It's sometimes, I want to say impossible, to feel the energy, to process our emotions, to release the heavy emotions while we're actually processing, crying, uh, feeling sadness. It's not always energetically possible to also feel the presence of our loved one in that same moment. Okay. But it's really important to allow ourselves to grieve. You guys may have heard the phrase, um, we have to feel it to heal it. And that's absolutely true. So to grieve, we have to feel it, right? So we, and we have to to grieve to heal. So I think let yourself off the hook. Maybe ask yourself if you have expectations that are too high, that are unrealistic, but your loved ones, your son in spirit, I think I know who asked this question, definitely doesn't have those expectations. And he would be guiding you to um, just let you know that he's there, that he's there offering you comfort even when you can't sense his presence, even when you're not aware of it. He absolutely is there right beside you, encouraging you every step of the way. And that seems to be like a common theme to anyone listening that I get in messages is that I'm right here beside you. Your pain doesn't make me sad. Um, I'm lending you my energy. So in mysterious ways, I know that your past loved ones, our past loved ones are able to help us in hard times, whether it's we're grieving or just challenges that we're facing in life. So keep talking to him and that will allow you to feel to his presence, to discern his presence in different ways, various ways, as often as possible. Try to stay in the present moment. Um, and you definitely will get his signs and other ways that he is letting you know that he's around. And the other part of this is, especially when the loss, the death is traumatic. Um, I know Lisa, it's her son who passed, you know, anytime a young person, especially if it's someone we're very close to, child, sibling, grandchild, best friend, whatever the relationship is, um, there's a lot of grief with that. And so that means there are going to be times where we're going to feel sad for an extended period of time for so long that we can actually kind of get stuck there a little bit or just get used to that feeling and that energetic state. So I think it's also equally important to ask ourselves to tune in where we might be able to like shift our awareness and shift from the lower energetic state. You know, grief comes in waves and there are times where the waves come and then they recede. And when the waves are particularly intense, uh, we can kind of stay there. We can kind of, you know, maybe scientifically it's like we we get stuck in a thought pattern, right? This becomes a familiar thought pattern and we have to intentionally shift uh, from that. And sometimes moving your body can be helpful, right? So 
um, moving your body, trying to get in the present moment where you're not able to necessarily think too long, you know, uh, to dwell on your sadness for too long. And that will help you know when you're ready, right? So sometimes we try to push ourselves out before we're ready and our bodies will tell us, no, we need to stay here. We need to feel this. Then other times uh, we can intentionally move outside of our thoughts, you know, like sometimes it's literally putting our shoes on going for a walk and, oh yeah, this feels really good. And it feels like the clouds lifted and the sun came out. And so just pay attention to those subtle changes in the energy um, within you, right? And your own thoughts and just become an observer of your own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and keep talking to your son, keep talking to your loved ones, you guys, whoever's listening to this, who can relate, um, keep talking to them. And, you know, that will help you stay present. It's okay to say, hey, I know you're here with me, uh, even though I can't feel you right now. You know, please help me to feel you when I can. So that's the best advice I can give. Um, yeah, hope that makes sense. That was, that was very well said. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. And thank you, Lisa, for asking the question, because I know others can relate to that, too. Right. right. It, it was a great question. Uh, you ready for another one? Sure. All right. Um, uh, Nicole wanted to ask, do you have moments of sadness missing Perry or are you at peace with it? Uh, you guys, Nicole's my cousin. So I really appreciate uh, her asking this. I want to shout out to her. I want to say this is a both and question, not an either or, or answer, I should say. Um, so I can have moments of sadness. And I don't judge that, right? Um, I will also admit that I cannot remember the last time I was actually triggered and had a moment of sadness. Now, it's more likely these days that I might intentionally uh, think of Perry, reminisce, get out his albums, get out his physical belongings, just because I miss him because he's been physically absent for eight years now. And a side effect of that may be that I cry or experience a moment of sadness. And I'm okay with that, but I'm sharing from a state of not living in grief anymore. Grief is no longer like a front seat passenger for me. So right. um, yeah, so I kind of bring it upon myself, but that's okay, yeah. Um, I know he's with me in spirit. Sometimes I just want to remember him in a more physical way or concrete. I want the memories to be more concrete or something, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't want to forget him. And I know that I never will, and he will never let me because I know that he can connect with me and bring, bring memories to mind. But sometimes I just want to maybe indulge myself that way. Like I want to remember certain things, remember him, um, in that way. And I know that sadness might be a part of that. And it might not be, right? It, I might not be sad. I might only smile and that's okay. Um, and I'm at peace, right? Right. So I'm right. absolutely, yeah, I'm at peace. I live, I feel like in peace doesn't mean that I don't have um, struggles just living life, <laughs> uh, just living in this world, probably more like everybody else does these days, right? So, it's not really grief that is a sadness for me or or is predominant in my life anymore. Um, and I'm at peace, you know, with the sadness. I know 
there's a lot of rhetoric out there about it where that can make us feel like it should be one or the other, one way or the other, right? Like, um, right, right. we're sad. Oh, we know our loved ones are with us now and now we're happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't believe that. I once presented, I once did a group reading for a support group. And at the very beginning of the support group meeting, the person said, um, I'm going to paraphrase this intentionally. Mm -hmm. Our loved ones are with us. We don't need to be sad. And I appreciated that the person was in that moment, you know, trying to shift the energy, elevate the energy for me to give the reading. But I also didn't want that to be misconstrued as, you know, we don't need to feel sad once we know our loved ones are with us and that they're okay. Because I think that's a thought that can um, really give us more grief because that sets us, sets us up for expectations that we're not supposed to feel sad. So for me, over the years, I have learned to just allow the sadness and it does get easier. You guys, if you're listening to this and you are newly bereaved, I totally get you and you might feel tired of crying. Um, and I just want to say that there can come a time where you no longer fear the sadness because it's, you know, that it's not going to take you under anymore. And that's where I'm at today. But great question. Hope that made sense. I, I, I think it did. Yeah. Can I ask you, Jonas, how do you feel moments of sadness or how would you answer that question? I'm curious. Uh, no, you may not. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I definitely still feel moments of sadness from time to time. I definitely don't think about it as much anymore. I think there's just less to... To, to remind me now, I'm no longer living in the house we lived in. I, I haven't for quite some time that he passed. I haven't, you know, right after, uh, for for a good few years after he passed, we were still taking care of uh, his hedgehog, which, uh, what was it, Stan? Stan, yeah. Stan, that's right. We were still taking care of his hedgehog, and I'd look at it and go, oh, yeah, that thing's still here. Oh, Perry used to love that thing. Oh, now I'm thinking about Perry again. Now everything sucks. But I have less to remind me, remind myself of that now. He's still definitely with me. I think about him day to day, but it's less like constant reminders like, hey, I'm never going to see him again, you know, and that, that that's enough for me to grow and mature and get to a point where when I do think about him, I can think realize that i've grown since then i've i've learned and i've grown and matured since he uh since he passed and i'm okay with the relationship uh we have now i may not you know get bullied and given guff and and i may not be able to stay up late watching horror movies don't tell mom with him anymore <laughs> but i i know he's proud of me he sees where I am. He's proud of me, and that's enough for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm crying, but they're not sad tears. <laughs> wow, um, I, I, I thought you could just, uh, why, why don't you just man up, Mom? <laughs> you guys will get to know Jonas's humor and exaggerations here, but uh, he's definitely the child in our family that 
we don't always know when he's being funny and he takes full advantage of that too we've mm-hmm. had a lot of fun times where he pushes us to uh question if he's being serious or joking but no sis i know your answer is very sincere sorry to go right. off on a little I, tangent there about you yes i just have a very dry sense of humor you do and you are i have to say our funniest child like you do we're we dad and i know you don't get this from us we're like where did this come from you have a perfect sense of comedic timing and anyway this isn't about you it's about perry that we're talking about right now <laughs> yes one real real quick i uh, i, I want to say uh, for for those of you listening, I do think losing Perry has uh, made me a lot funnier, and I do think that uh, I, I've started making a lot more uh, morbid jokes because of it. <laughs> and and you know how many uh, how how I like to laugh at the way he passed and stuff about him and whatnot. Yeah, we should do an episode about grief humor because I think that's actually a gift from experiencing the death of someone close to you it's like things that are people are afraid to talk about because it kind of takes away the fear of death and that and allows you to find humor i heard a phrase the other day that said uh, or quote rather that that was like you know you've healed when you can laugh about whatever the event is that happened to you or you know find humor in it i thought that's so true right that's really true right right Although there are times where, or there are days where I wake up and I, I, I just can't, uh, where, where I can't laugh about it. And that's because I can't think of anything funny enough. You can laugh now, mom. It's okay. <laughs> I know. I, again, you did not get your comedic timing from me. So, um, no, not. but I loved your answer, Jonas, and how... Sometimes these things are difficult to put into words or articulate these questions, but I think you answered the question that I was also wondering about, like, you know, so when you think of Perry, when you said, you know, he's still with you. And I think that is key. Like, it sounds like when you think of him now, you don't necessarily think of um, the what you're missing, but you have this sense of him being around you in a different way. Am I? Is that right? Exactly. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I love that. Great question. Thanks, you guys. If you would like to submit a question for us to discuss here on the podcast, or if you would like to come on the podcast with us and discuss together, please send um, an email. Just send us an email to info at rachelpearson.net and let us know what your question is. And we would love to discuss it here and then have you let us know what you think. And please let us know what you think. And please uh, take the time, if you don't mind, to follow the podcast. You can rate it only if you want to give it five stars. Otherwise, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we really appreciate you guys listening. And okay. Any other questions? Um, Not that uh, I, I don't have any more here. And I can't think of... Uh... I, I can't think of anything to ask. Okay. So thanks again, you guys, for joining us. And we will be releasing a new episode every week. So thanks in advance for listening in next week. And take care. Bye-bye. To learn more about me and my offerings, please visit rachelpearson.net. Get Spirited is edited and produced by Jonas Pearson. <laughs>